0: Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron.
1: In the name of the Father and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Good
0: Lord, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for the wonderful company I'm getting to share today. Thank you for helping me through a particularly rough time. And... The, my relationships with the two gentlemen I'm here with today. And I appreciate that. I need their help. And uh,
1: we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little while. Thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Son, Holy Spirit. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. Uh, I'm your host, Todd Citron. And I am, um, it's going to be a special episode for me, uh, Mr. Gerald. Today's guest is Mr. Gerald Bear. He is the Director of Athletic Development for the UL Louisiana Lafayette University. He's a good friend and a great man, and he's had quite a career. Welcome to the show, yeah, pleasure Gerald. to be here. All right, our co-host today will miss, be Mr. Ben Cazetta. He is the campus minister for FCA uh, here in Lafayette, I guess, for the university and beyond.
2: Yes, sir, absolutely. All right,
1: Ben, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. So, Gerald, um, he, everyone, and I know Gerald through, you know, he's done such an amazing job for raising funds for the UL University, and he's been just the backbone of the university for so many years. But tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us your background.
0: Well, uh, gosh. I've, um, I've been in sports all my life. It's about, uh, I could write an encyclopedia about all the other things I don't know. <laughs> uh, but it, it's pretty, pretty much been the backbone of everything I've done. I was a teacher and a coach at Scott Middle School for about eight or nine years. Wow. I played professional baseball in New York Mets and Milwaukee Brewers. I was a pitcher. The Miracle uh, Mets, I heard. Uh, well, I was actually with that team. I heard that. Uh, with that, uh, uh, I, I roomed with uh, Nolan Ryan for three days. Wow! He didn't say twenty words in three <laughs> days. Uh, but but God, was he ever great! Uh, it, it was um, uh, the the professional career was something I really enjoyed. People have no idea how good you have to be to be in that in that world, and it's a complicated world. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, uh, that I, I came back. I went and teach there. I worked for the city for a while, for about four or five years, overseeing all the the youth programs. Uh, I worked for Coca-Cola for uh, eight or nine years, also, and and I was uh, and, and did something called a Liberty Card for about three years, which, that. which was very very successful. And um, so I've done quite a few things but I had a, a, a yearning to come back and do something at the university uh, athletically. Uh, I, 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 just kind of, I just couldn't get over the mediocrity of some of our programs. I didn't like the way our facilities were looking, and I felt like I was uniquely qualified to maybe get involved and, and make a difference. And i um, my wife questioned my um, not motives, but my uh, sanity. In, in, <laughs> t- my intelligence. She wanted to call the men with the little white coats. Uh, I was doing well. I was putting on concerts. Okay. Uh, uh, Aaron Neville and the Neville Brothers, Temptations, and a number of other groups, and I was enjoying that. But it's extremely risky. Uh, the, the promoter is the very last person to get paid. And uh, if, if, if everybody else gets paid before note, one single note is, is played. And um, I took a huge cut in pay to, to take the job at UL, but that's what I, really, I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she asked me, well, how much does this pay? And it was considerably different, like $50,000 difference and uh this is back
1: when fifty thousand was a hundred and fifty thousand. yes
0: and she said well have you lost your mind i said well evidently i did (laughs) Uh, so the the conversation just kind of stopped there and about a week later and we're getting we're in the garage we're getting in the car and she says i've changed my mind i said "Well, what do you change your mind about what she said uh i i think that if going to ul and doing what you want to do, if it, you feel a calling to that, I think you need to go and do that. And 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 I'll support you. And, and I don't care what happens, we're going to be fine. And if it wasn't for her, I, I wouldn't have gotten in, And I've been there for 20 years wow.
1: now wow so mr gerald take us back to you know how you go from altar boy to (laughs) to uh and where'd you go to high school and college and how did you get into the into the baseball system well i'm i'm I'm
0: from abbeville okay went to abbeville high school i was a uh, i played three sports there football basketball and baseball um i'm i'm in the hall of fame of uh at abbeville high nice um i was um Baseball was my best sport by far. Uh, I ended up being a walk-on at U.L., uh, which I was disappointed. But no one talked to me at all about coming here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but I ended up playing professionally after being here, and uh, it was a, it was it was a really great experience. Uh, and yes, I was an altar boy at age 12 and 13, 14. But you know, it, since I've gotten to know you and gotten to know Ben, and my wife, uh, it that has kind of changed my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she, she was um, she wasn't just a, a, a beautiful person; she was beautiful inside and out. And uh, spirituality was very important to her. She was from North Louisiana. She was Pentecostal, which which I get to learn a, a whole lot about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as as long as god is the most important thing and the bible is the most important thing whether you're catholic or pentecostal it didn't really matter to me right as long as the, the the right things were were things that i believed in and um so it, it it's been a real learning process for me amen uh, she wanted she she was probably the main re- well not probably she was the main reason but now, since I've gotten to know Ben, Ben has been enlightening me on pretty much of a daily basis and <laughs> and helping me out quite a bit. So it's uh, my life is at age 78 is still changing, sure.
1: but changing for the better. Love it. Ben, tell us how y'all met. Uh, give
2: us a little bit from your perspective. It's, uh, it's funny because a coach sent me over to his house and said, hey, can you go help this guy clean his yard up? I just he just is and i knew him because he, he raised money for us and i was a volleyball coach at the university so i just found i just found this yeah. out about a month ago by is that the way. right yeah. I've, been, I've been going over there for a couple of years now but he just found out that the reason why i showed up but uh, we came over with a couple of people and cleaned up his yard and then literally he told us a couple of stories and his stories were just like energetic they were just fun mean. to be around so like i want to go and listen to some more stories uh, and his wife was a, a sweetheart. She was bedridden at that time, and it was. But just to come over and listen to her stories, and listen to the things that he did for the community were just incredible. I was like, gosh, that's the kind of person I want to learn from. I want to be around that energy and that type of people. So I, I just started coming over, visiting. I'd pray with Miss Claudia every time we were there, and just uh, just talk about life. It was just. A, it's, it's been a good good friendship and being yeah, something. yeah. At
0: first, it was more been uh, administering and and trying to help Claudia get through. The most difficult part of her life or the end of her life because she knew i knew ben knew that it wasn't going to be long and um, it's been tremendously difficult for me and still is uh, watching the person that i cared about more than anybody else in the world seeing her suffer through that and, but ben and hospice and a few other good friends have helped us get through it but ben helped claudia quite a bit which I will never, ever, ever forget.
1: I I think we have, you know, quite a few listeners that are, you know, married um, or thinking about maybe getting married, uh, vocations of marriage, and one of the most beautiful things about Mr. Gerald is the love he has for, had for his wife and has for his wife, and it's a great testimony, and I know it's hard to talk about, and I appreciate him being here today and speaking a little bit about that, but you know, you're such an inspiration to all of us. I know I go home and, and hug and kiss my wife a little bit more after, after visiting with you. But, but, but uh, I know you loved your wife, and, and it's a big part of, of what you're going through right now. And I, I, I'm so thankful that Ben's been here to hold your hand through that a little bit. But, you know, how, you know how, how's that going?
0: Well, I'd like to say it's going great, but I'm, but I'm still struggling with it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I've had a, a blessed life. She and I were married 38 years, and it, and it was just a just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful 38 years. She made me happy every day.
1: Tell the story how y'all met. <laughs> uh, well,
0: that's, that's not the normal way. I I I had uh, gotten divorced from my first wife, who was a wonderful person, beautiful person also, and uh, I was just too. Uh, that, that was not a good thing. I, I messed up that relationship. It took me a little while to figure out how stupid I was at that time. Uh, but but that, that relationship was my fault because I was so bent on the, I wanted to be the head baseball coach at UL. And whatever it took to, do, to accomplish that goal, I was going to do. Whatever time it took, uh, I was going to expend, and, and I did. And so we were living my life and not hers. And so the bottom line, though, is that I messed up that relationship. <coughs> so I was, uh, we were divorced uh, for about five years. I, I, it was just me. I wasn't very happy. But uh, uh, a friend who uh, uh, had been in a serious accident and was uh, wheelchair-bound and was sponsoring a all-women softball team. And at the time, I was coaching American Legion baseball, and we had another ball club called the Nicolosi Roughnecks, Mr. Pete Nicolosi. And it was a traveling, all, kind of an all-star team of ex-professionals and uh, college stars. And we traveled all around the country. And uh, so I, I really wasn't interested in coaching uh, another team while I was doing both of those. And he had asked me to come and uh, help coach his team. And I said, I just can't. I can, nope, can't do it. And I said, I'm sorry, Steve, but I can't do it. So uh, he asked me two more times, turned him down again. And then uh, uh, one of the uh, two of the young ladies on the team were people that I had dealt with through Coca-Cola, uh, buying T-shirts from their company, and they came and asked me to do it. And I said, uh, All right, I'll I'll, I'll I'll do it. But before I, before I went there, I had gone two years prior. I had gone to a little place on Johnson Street called Handy City. And now it's an office depot. And they, they sold all kind of home goods, paint, uh, just anything you need for your home. And I walk in, and, I, and I, you had to go to the back where the paint was mixed. And in front of me is this woman... Uh, with, in, in in white uh, coveralls like painters wear, and she kind of turned her head to the side and I said, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> she is absolutely beautiful. I would love to meet her." And at the same time, someone tapped me on the sh- left shoulder from behind. I turned around to talk. I said talked to him for a minute, said hello. Don't remember who he was, but and when but when I turned back, she was gone. So I went and I, I, it was my turn up, and I, asked, I said, Who was that beautiful, beautiful lady? And she said, We just know her name's Claudia. She comes here occasionally. And um, so for, for all that mattered, I, I, I never saw her again. Two years. Two years. Two whole years passed. And um, then we're get, getting back to the two ladies that came over and, and asked me to co- go ho- coach this team again. I said, "Look, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll come out there and I'll uh, I'll get y'all organized. I'll get y'all started, but I'm not going to coach the team the whole season. But I will do that. And so I, I get out there and I'm doing exactly that, getting them getting them organized, and uh, ever put everybody at the positions they wanted to play. About uh, they had about I don't know about 15, 16 uh, ladies." Uh, and then all of a sudden I see a white truck pull up way down on the right field side, two full, a good ways off. And this woman jumps out, and she has white coveralls on. And I didn't give a whole lot of thought about it, and she ran all the way out to center field. So we get to a point where uh, I call everybody up because I want to give them some other instructions as we move on to another phase. And as she gets closer, I said, "Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that lady before." And then she got real close, and I said, "That is the same lady." <laughs> and um, Steve, sitting in his wheelchair, I turned around, I walked over to him, and said. I'm gonna coach your team. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, was, it was the white coveralls, right?
1: Yeah, it got to be the, the coveralls, <laughs> or it could have been a fort, the Ford truck she drove up in. <laughs> so, Fair. So, so we ended up, we ended up building a, a
0: relationship. It took me three weeks to get the courage to ask her out, but I didn't, the way she played, she played with, her, with just uh, every bit of energy imaginable, and uh, it wasn't just how, how beautiful she was. But uh, I fell in love with her right there.
1: Wow. It didn't hurt that she played the game hard. It did not
0: at all. <laughs> but that's
1: exactly how it happened. That's amazing. And how long before you were married? Uh, about a year. Really? Yeah. We dated for about a year. Yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, and again, you know, I uh, want to remind our listeners, you're listening to Cajun Catholics. With Today's guest is Mr. Gerald Hebert, my dear friend. Uh, he is the Director of Athletic Development for the UL Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns. And uh, he's done such an amazing job in the backbone of this university. Uh, He's asked us uh, for for money on multiple occasions. Hopefully sometimes we gave him some, you know, but uh, that's how I know uh, Mr. Gerald. And and I know he's uh, going through a tough time because he's telling us about his wonderful wife and and who he's lost most recently. And that's kind of what brought you and Ben together a little bit. But uh, uh, Ben, it's it's not kind of. It's what what (laughs) brought us together. Yeah.
0: And I, I, I don't mean to dwell on that, but right now I'm in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's, it's been a learning experience for the, for the most part, a very good one. It's complicated. It's difficult. But I, I'm, I'm going to get there. But I'm trying to be as honest as I can possibly be to, the, to, to your audience. Sure, sure. And uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's a real test of,
1: of you in every way. I know, I know, and it, it hurts so bad, I'm sure, and I know I've had, I've had one of my close friends lost his wife at a young age, and uh, I was able to help help him walk through that, and I just can't imagine, because uh, I love my wife. We've been together for a very long time, probably 40 years, dating and marriage, and it's just, when I, when I think about your loss, it, it's hard for me to even think about something like that, you know? Well,
0: you know, Todd, I told, I think I told you, I, I I told my wife I loved her many times. There's a lot of things uh, that I, I can't even remember at, at this precise moment, but you, you never want to be—you never want to look back if the worst happens. You never want to look back and and be sorry that you didn't tell that that individual. If you really love her, I'm going to give you a word: tell her every day how much you love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to see a difference in your relationship. I promise you, if you do that. But you never want to have to look back and be sorry you didn't say things that you should have said before you lost them, whether, whether I'm speaking to a husband or a wife right now. Do that, and you're going, to see your, you're going to see your relationship improve, and you're going to feel better about a lot of things if, if, if and when the worst happens, because it's going to. My wife always thought, we always thought that it was going to be me that was going to go first. Because I'm six and a half, I was six and a half years older than she was, <laughs> and she was as healthy as a human being could be, and the hardest working person I have ever been around. I had to slow her down. Uh, and one quick example, uh, give you an idea uh, what she, what she did. She painted half of our football stadium by herself. What? If you if you don't if you can't imagine that. Go take a look at that football stadium one day, and just imagine you or anybody else by themselves in 98 degree heat painting half of that football stadium. Uh, but she was a very very special person, in in, in more ways than one. Uh, she touched a lot of lives in in a. She she loved the old people, <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> I'm I'm talking. About she worked at a a nursing home for two and a half years. And I was so proud of her because she, that if a person's in a nursing home and they uh, are totally, completely dependent on the, on the people that work there, they are the last ones to be taken care of. Yeah. And she, she made it her vocation. It wasn't part of her responsibility there, but she made it part of her, her job to go and take care of those particular people that could do nothing and would have to wait to be uh, cleaned up, changed, fed. And I, I was so proud of her for doing that, and she did it for two and a half years. And that's just one example of wonderful things that she did.
1: Fantastic. Uh, give me some of your memories of her and her faith life. Uh, I know you mentioned she had a deep devotion to Christ, but uh, but what what do you remember about, about that relationship, maybe? Well, at, at first,
0: really... It, it wasn't it was a big 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 part of her mother and father's life mm-hmm. I mean big part and her mother and father ended up coming to live with us for three years and they both passed away at our house uh, he was 94 and she was 88 mm. and uh, uh, but she took excellent care of them while she had a job and so i, I saw a lot of that which kind of changed uh some some uh, thoughts and feelings that I had uh, which made me care about her even more. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but when we were first together for a while, uh, I don't think religion was uh, a main emphasis in her life but then she met she met a friend uh, and this friend had had a, had a big part to do with her changing her life and she I mean it was like night and day. It wasn't like a gradual thing; she changed overnight, and a and, true conversion. And Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Religion became the most important thing in her life, and uh, and she and she worked on me, <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, it it, would, it took me longer.
1: It always but, does. It yes. always does. The guy comes along <laughs> later, you know. Yeah, that's and, uh, not
0: exactly a fun thing to have to admit uh, either. Uh, not not something to be proud of either. But uh, I, I have changed also for the better, and I'm, I'm still a long way from being where I want to be. But I, Ben will tell you, I ask him questions all the time about uh, things that I, that I wonder about uh, in the past and things that I wonder about now, about, about heaven, about if I'll ever see her again. Uh, is she looking down at me? Uh, just all kinds of even deeper questions in that but uh it's, it's just been very interesting i, I want to say that
1: you know when a person has a conversion i'll speak for myself they want to share that absolutely immediately and for me again your, your spouse is the first person you're going to share that with and uh and it's tough it's tough Y'all, our listeners know this about my story it, you got to go at a different speed because you're, you're you may be somewhere at that moment and the spouse is not. And if you try and force that square peg in a round hole, it's going to hurt your marriage. And I've experienced that firsthand. You know, it's a, everyone has their own time to, to to come to Christ. You know, especially in a, in a relationship. But Ben, give him some assurance. I know you guys have have been good friends and you've been advising him. But uh, how would you assure him that his wife is in fact is in heaven and he
2: will see her again? I love the fact that I was just allowed to be able to come into your guys' life and be a part of it. But you said something in there, too, that I think is important. Your wife had a friend that helped her, that, that, that she has helped you, that I get to help you. Uh, the body of, of, of Christ is not just, the, it's not just one person. It's not just your pastor or just this. It's, the body of Christ is, is alive. It's a living body. And for all of us to be able to just be around each other and be at that point and talk through is what, what we're supposed to be doing. We had church in your living room many a times, with yeah. just me, you, and me, you, and Claudia, or whoever was around. It, it was it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. My assurances: I know where she's at. I know where she's at because she told us. She told us on a daily with her actions. She told us on a daily with the way she talked. She, the caretakers at the house, the way she treated them, the way she treated the people around us. But more importantly, words out of her mouth were the fact that she accepted Christ into her heart. That she knew that He was part of her life. That she knew that she that, that He was there with her on a daily being able to pray with her, being able to watch her pray, being able to watch her live her life in a certain way was, a, was just a beautiful testament of who she was a beautiful testament of who the two of you guys have been through. Todd, Todd
0: I want to tell you something Ben knows because he was there when it happened. Uh, at the very, very end, she did something that was, uh, oh it, it, it broke my heart, it upset me, but it was, oh my goodness, she was, she was in a lot of pain. And she was refusing to take the pain medicine, and 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 I, I, it just just watching it, she was suffering, and and I, I kept asking, and at, and at that part from that disease, um, she was losing the, the ability to uh, to communicate intellig- intelligibly, not intelligently. She she was still sharp as could be Agreed. to the very end, and she says, and, and, uh, I, and, I said, and I was just over and over, I said, why won't you take the medicine? I can't stand to see you suffering like this. This is just, I just, you got to, and she, and she said something, and I said, I said, well, is this something spiritual? And she said, yes, which I understood, and I said, well, what, and she, then she said, and I had to ask her twice, she said, I, I want to feel all of the pain. Mm. And what she meant was she wanted to feel it the way Christ did at the very end of his life. And uh, I, I was immensely proud and, and sad and everything you could be, but I understood. And, 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 of course, she didn't last much longer than that. It was just one more day, in fact.
1: Yeah, I think of the Bible quote of, you know, we live with Christ, we die with Christ, right? I mean, no doubt. That's what, that's, that's what I'm hearing. And one more, one more yeah. quick
0: thing I'd like to interject because I would be remiss. I mean, Todd and I, he said something a while ago, but is most of our, our relationship in the past has been a, a, a kind professional. of a relatively small professional, <laughs> professional, <laughs> professional uh, business yeah, relationship. Business. And, and I didn't really know him that well, and I'm just really getting to know him better. But, uh, uh, and don't let him kid you, when, I've, when we've asked for things, they've, they've helped us out quite a bit. But he, 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 he didn't really know us that well, but at the service from my wife, Todd came to that service just out of the blue. And when I saw him, I was a little bit surprised, but very pleased because we really did not know each other that well but he he came and uh really made me feel real, real good but that's the kind of that's the kind of person we're talking about right now
1: happy and proud to be there and uh he've been in my prayers uh from day one since we met you know uh i think I'm, I'm i'm a strong believer in the power of prayer and uh and i know that that you're currently suffering and and all of my uh all of my sufferings are offered to you, you know. Uh, hopefully sometimes I get the good Lord calls me to fast a little bit, you know. <laughs> we call it redemptive suffering or, uh, you know, palanca in the Kersia world. Guys know what that is. It's offering up a little bit for others. But uh, you got all of mine.
0: That's <laughs> I appreciate it. It's such a small word. But uh, I, I can't really tell either you or Ben how much how much it uh, means to me what, what, what you all have done for me
1: well we love you and i know this community loves you and you have so many friends out there with with all the raging cajuns uh, past present and future and uh... well i'm going to talk to both of them after this <laughs> <laughs> well again thank you so much for being here and um i ask for your prayers and know that you'll be in mine and uh ben thank you it's just to meet you has been a, a special blessing and uh thank y'all both for being on the show um you've been listening to cajun catholics uh with mr gerald Bear and uh We always uh, challenge you to engage at Cajun Catholic and you again. Thank you, guys. I love you. All right. Thank you. All right, my friend. Until next time, God bless.